Episode 140, a new way to get more energy from food. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified life, weight, and triathlon coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in losing weight and gaining lasting health. I love helping others improve their food and exercise and get the results they want. And along the way, they become mentally and physically tough. It's a wild and fun ride, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Let's go. Hello, my fun friends. How are you? This is kind of a funny thing, but I'm already, you know, a hundred and something plus in with my podcast. And every time I start to record, I still get little butterflies in my stomach and I love it. But it's funny that I still, that little bit of nervousness, a little bit of scaredness still happens, which is actually why I think I still love it because I think that little scared or that little nervous is it pulls me in. It, there's like a passion and there's like um, that pushes me out of my comfort zone kind of feeling that I'm like, that's what keeps me coming back for more is because I know that there's like this part of me that's kind of scared to do it. I'm like, I got to do it. We just got to do it, you know? So if that happens to you and you feel a little bit of scared or you're kind of like, oh, you feel your heart racing, just just nurture that and be like, yeah, of course, we're kind of nervous. It's kind of scary and let's go. So anyways, I just thought it's funny because I just noticed my heart's kind of beating and I'm like, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm surprised it still does that. <laughs> but anyways, uh, hopefully you guys are having a good holiday. And this is kind of interesting that we were talking about food during the holiday season with there being so much food around. So take it, listen, my biggest thing I'm going to tell you to do, even with all the stuff I'm going to tell you is just to notice those thoughts about food. Just notice what you think before you eat. A lot of times we don't even do that. If we take that first step, which we'll get into as we start um, discussing this more, if you just notice, you're going to be so surprised at the changes that can happen. So I'm going to pose a a few questions to you at first that, you know, I hear people saying, or I ask people, or they ask me these questions and I want to unwind them and kind of see where where you are at as I ask you these questions. Just think about them in your head. Okay, so the first one is, do you want more energy? The second one is, does food make you feel good? And why do you eat food? What are, what are the things that pull you in, that draw you into eating food? And does it feel like food is a fuel source, an energy source for you? Or do you feel like you're f- further away from that and it's more just an emotional thing for you? And on a scale from one to 10, how much do you eat just by how you feel? That's going to be a tricky one to answer, but I would, I would spend some time there on deciding where you're at with that. So here's some things that come, I came up with people that, that, you know, my clients that I work with, people that I talk to about food, my friends, my family members is that oftentimes we're eating food because we're answering an urge, right? So we feel like we crave something and we go eat it and we have this satisfaction and this dopamine hit of satisfying that urge and there's like a hit, right? So that's the first, one of the first things I think people do. And another reason is because we're bored or we want to forget about a problem or if food does make us feel good, we're going to eat that. When we don't feel as good, it's going to make us feel good temporarily and we're going to eat. So like people don't necessarily like, credit it to because we're emotional, but it does make us temporarily feel better. And those problems or whatever we're kind of feeling or that, that not as great a feeling will go away while we eat. Um, the next one is time of day. It's lunchtime. It's breakfast time. It's dinner time. It's time to eat, right? 
socially. We're at a party. People make this food for me. I better eat it. I'll watch all these. These are all just thoughts, just so you know. And we think that they're like set in stone. They're not. Um, the way th- things smell, the way, the way they see, the way we see things, um, how it tastes, all those things are reasons for why we eat. And um, basically, I've, I said this through the other thing, but just like the instant hit of that dopamine, that instant hit of energy that's going to come to us. And those are the gist of it. I mean, as we start going a little further in, we begin to see that food can be full of nutrients that we want it because the nutrients in it, we want it for performance gain. We want it for the energy. We want it for fuel. Right. And there's, there's, that's, that's a spectrum of how we see food. But the thing that I like to help people do is that for, I would say the universal answer is that food makes us feel better. Right. And the thing that I want to show you is that I want us to have food that makes us feel better and has a positive trajectory moving forward that we fuel it with this food that energizes our body that helps us to move. And, and so that the, on the other end of that, there's not a net negative. So, Oftentimes we eat food that makes us feel good temporarily, but there's a net negative because after that hit comes down and it's been something maybe less than ideal or not as it's more caloric dense than than nutrient dense. Then we have this net negative of just like, dang it, like I just can't believe I ate that again. All of our problems come back. So we go lower than we even started with. So we feel bad about the food we ate and then our problem is still there. And then the energy that we're creating whether it be bad or frustrating like that, is the vibration is lower. So then we have less energy. So it's a, it's a net negative, two negatives on one. And I really, the, my huge mission in life is to help people see food as fuel, is to see how this fuel can come into our body and then it will fuel us and it will energize us. And we have we have this leverage that we can we can enhance more we can elevate our lives more by understanding this about food and one of one of my calls one of my um awesome athletes just says like it's really hard for me sometimes to see food as fuel and so if that's for anyone like i want you to listen to this podcast and really understand it more is like i want us to start seeing that we don't have to change ourselves but if we can change the way we see our relationship with food, our relationship with our physical body, then we can get some leverage over like what food means to us, right? How we see food and what we turn food, how we turn to food to help us, how we can use food to help us feel better and continue to feel better, not to feel better and then to make us feel worse, right? So I'm really excited to present this to you. I really, um, I know like eventually this will become a mini course series for people and I've been doing as I've done this as a life coach and as I've really worked around food since, you know, my whole story of when I was 14, I became a vegetarian because I knew that there was value in eating food. There was value in putting the things in my body that was going to, was really going to help me thrive. And I mean, I've since gone through different waves. I I was raw food for a while and now I'm just a plant-based nutrient dense eater. But regardless of what you are, it's not you that we need to change. People are like, I just need motivation. I just need, um, I just need to be more committed. I need all these things. And I'm like, I mean, I do think that helps true, but if we can see the relationship with food, if we can start seeing food as fuel, as energy, as something to enhance our body, not food as something that needs to fix us as if something's wrong, as if we are 
everything about us is fine, but we just want to use this food to enhance our life, to elevate our life, to take us to new heights. And so when we can see it that way, then we see food as a gift to us, not something that just fixes us temporarily. So I think the very first thing that I said at the beginning of this podcast is noticing what you think when you eat the food, right? When you go to food, and sometimes people will tell me, I've had clients tell me like, it's my favorite thing in the world is to go eat food. It is like what I look forward to. Great. But I want, I want you to ask yourself, why is that your favorite thing in the world? And why do you look forward to that? And what are you making food mean at that point? Right? So, and I'm, I'm all about like having flavor. I'm all about having, like, I think you feast with your eyes. So I love all the colors that when we, I do nutrient dense food. I love to have the flavors like blend together. And I, I love all of that. Right. But I think that we, if we can start seeing that, what does this really do for me? Why, why do I want food to be an important part of my life? And how can it be an important part of my life? Something that I can use, something that um, will energize me. Because a lot of, if you're a mom and you're listening, we have lulls in the day where we want more energy. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I feel so exhausted. And you're like in carpool line, almost falling asleep, right? Or driving. This happened to me before. I'm like driving my kids around or having to pick up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fall asleep. And I realized like I probably haven't fueled exactly properly the way I need to, right? Because just here, we're going to say this next thing and I'm just going to throw this out here. We're never going to be perfect with our food. And if we think we have to be so perfect with our food, on the back inside, we're going to be so stressed out. That stress is not going to be worth it. So I'm never saying we have to be perfect with our food. I'm just saying as we change the way we see our relationship with food, we're going to change how we eat our food. It's going to change. We don't need to change the person that we are. We'll just change that action because we're seeing it a different way. So what we think, right, we see it in a positive way. That's going to be fuel and energy to lead us to start eating it in a better way. So I just, to refresh and remind everyone, if you're new here, maybe you haven't heard it, but if you're, if you're a faithful podcast listener, you're going to know the method that we use inside Team Elevate, but it's the ACE method, method or the ACE model. It's just being aware, first of all, of that relationship we have with food, the relationship we have with our physical body. Notice that over and over again, right? Notice how maybe it hasn't been what you want it to be normalize that, that that society hands us to us. Maybe you've been passed down from culture, however that is, you know, so you go from noticing it to neutral, to normalizing it. And then you get to neutralizing it. Okay. Like how can I bring out some of the drama and just be like, what is my relationship? How can I look at it in a way that's helpful for me? Right. Just let's get to like some of the basis of what we want our food to do for us. And then as we do that, we can commit to trying new ways to do this, commit to new ways of thinking. And then committing to new ways of thinking may seem a little trite to you, like let's just commit to the action, but committing to the ways of thinking is what will help you commit to the new action. If you think you're just going to commit to the new action, you're not going to change your thinking, it's going to be thinking that's like somehow you're going to fix this, but we want to see the relationship you have with food. We want to change the thinking around that because that's what's going to help you commit because you're going to see things in a new light. It's going to be easier to commit. So once we can get that commitment, then we get to the excellent, right? We get a new thought that we truly believe that we're like, this is working for me. And we stick with that, right? That's how we go. That's the ACE method. We have the awareness to commitment to the excellent. And we can do that over and over again, but we have to start 
with the thinking part of that, we have to fuel our brain and our mind first because that's what's actually going to help us fuel our body. And so many times we'll miss that step. If you miss that step, you're just going to be spinning in circles because you're going to change out an action. But if you don't change out the thought and you feel, you don't feel the thought right, you're never actually going to be able to feel the body the way that you want to. And that relationship that we're trying to strive and understand and get between our body won't be created if we're running with thoughts that don't really help us. So that's what we're working on. But I do want to help us once we get that thought going, right? Once we find a new thought that we get this relationship with our body and with food that's different, we can start seeing food as, you know, fuel and energy. Then I want to help take you through what we call the fast fuel formula for nutrient dense food. It's the formula we use inside the team and it's not a quick fix. So, I mean, I'm going to tell you the formula and you definitely can try using it. We have, so every kind of, every recipe that I use is one of the ones for the fast fuel formula and everything that I'll put out on my reel. If you ever see my reels, they're all, they all go under the components of this fast fuel fast fuel formula. The only thing is, is the reason why we work on it so much is because it is a change of thinking and then it changes our actions. And we have to keep committing to that and doing that over and over again. That takes constant work. So inside, you know, the ACE model is, you know, it's, it's awareness to commitment to excellence, but in commitment is that constant, the constant or the consistency that we have to do over and over again. That's where the pain of change comes. That's where the uncertainty comes. That's where the discomfort comes. That's what we work on. That's what you can't just buy offline. That's what you can't just listen to a podcast. It's working in that C place that changes lives inside Team Elevate. But I want to offer you the formula so you can see it as a building block, so you can see it as some foundation, and you can start directing your thoughts toward that way. And I've just seen so much success with this. Uh, When we first started doing it, I had different kind of ways to track our food, different ways to model our food. And then I was just like, the best way I'm going to be able to share people is the formula that I use for myself, which I didn't realize there was a formula until I wrote it down. And I'm like, well, this is what I follow just naturally because I've been doing it for quite a few years. But then I'm like, I need to put this down so people can see a method to follow. So there's five components to this formula. And one of them is actually, you can get on my Instagram, on my bio, and you can actually get the free snack guide, the energizing snack guide. So that's one component of it. But the five components I'll share with you all together. And once I realized this is what I was doing, I I think in previous podcasts, I've shared this, but when I was a young mom and I was training for triathlons and I was doing marathons, I didn't have as much time to train. And so I'd always just say to myself, like the way I'm going to be able to do this is with my food. The way I'm going to be the best athlete I can with minimal time, time training is to really hone in on my food, to really make my food the best fuel as possible. And I now I use that now. I mean, I have more time to train, but I still use that now. I use it with my athletes now. And I, it doesn't, even especially if you're an athlete, it doesn't start the day of the race, the fuel you put in your body. It doesn't even start the week of the race. It starts your whole training because the more fuel you put in your body, the more nutrients your body has to repair its systems, to work, to to replenish, to recover, all those things, it's only enhancing you as an athlete. And if you're not an athlete, it's only enhancing you in the regular life. I mean, if we want to call life a race, it's going to enhance you in your life. So when I started doing this, I was like, yes. And I noticed it way back then and I've just carried it all the way through. And so, I mean, I think nutrition on a race course will make or break you. But if you don't put the nutrition in throughout your training, you're leaving so much on the table. So 
I, I say I stand by that too as well as if you're not putting nutrients nutrients in your body in your life then your life is less than it could be and you all have less energy than you could otherwise have if you put food in as fuel for the energy that that affords to you that is that is what is made for is to give you um, energy and other thing I want to say about the components is like everyone's like well how do I know exactly what to eat and here's my rules of thumb finding food in its naturalist form right whole choosing plant over processed finding things in a natural form those are the ways I do it and your grains your um, seeds your nuts your fruits and your vegetables those at its wholest form are going to be your best option so using that as a rule of thumb let me go through the five components Um, one I already told you was the energizing fast snacks and I'll, I'll tell you how they all fit in but the first thing, so it, we, I mean, I have a handout and stuff so we can explain it when I'm inside the coaching, my coaching calls inside with the team, but I'm trying to like have you visualize it without having, <laughs> since this is audio, you can't visualize it, but just try in your head. So the three things for kind of the food part is that we do a smoothie or a smoothie bowl or something where there's those nutrients in the morning, right? And then we have power bowl, which is like soups and things with grains. And if you want to have your protein and then your greens and um, then you usually have a fat with it, right? So that would be like a protein. Those are the power bowls, protein bowls, things like that. And then we have a power salad, which is still with like lots of greens. It's your protein, lots of vegetables, some sort of fat, which is usually like a homemade dressing or something at the end. And then the energizing fast snacks are in between the smoothie bowl and and in between um, the smoothie bowl and the power bowl. And then the snack is in between the power bowl and the power salad, right? So that goes on either side. And you don't, you can, you know, add or minus them. You don't need to put them in if you don't want to, but if you want to, then I really suggest your snacks be that nutrient dense, energizing snack because otherwise snacks become more of a negative thing because we snack for like how we feel. If we grab a Coke in the middle of the day, grab some Cheetos, grab popcorn, grab some cookies. We're just most of the time feeling that because of emotion. We're not, that's not usually when we're eating for fuel or for energy. So I check with it, like ask yourself, am I hungry? Like, do I want to eat some hummus with vegetables? And if you're like, that doesn't sound good, then like fruit with some nuts. If those options that are nutrient dense or energizing, they don't sound good, I would check with why if you really are hungry or if you're emotionally hungry. And then the last component is what I call eating windows. And it's when we start eating our food and when we stop eating our food. So we start eating our food with the protein bowl, with the smoothie, anything like that. And just FYI, you can interchange. If you want to do like a power bowl for breakfast with eggs and some, you know, quinoa, some black beans, something like that. Um, and then add, you know, salsa on top, that would be like a power bowl for breakfast and you can have a smoothie for lunch. You can vice versa any three of those, those main components around. But anyways, you start with one of those. And then whenever you have your last, say it is the power salad at the end, you stop with that food. And you don't eat past that window. You don't. So we call them eating windows because you start when you have your first, your first power, whatever that is. And then you end the power salad, the power bowl, whatever that is. And so you see how long you go from my eating window is I eat for 10 hours in the day. And then for 14 hours, I don't eat. But that's a huge thing to let the system recharge, let the system recover. It's a great way to just 
cut out all the calories that you don't need, all the things that usually aren't high, it, they're more calorie dense and nutrient dense because after dinner, we're usually snacking on things that just sound good or feel good. And I just like, just be done. And we have to kind of like retrain our brain to be done with that. And sometimes we're going to sit in pain or frustration or kind of sometimes a little discomfort of not having the food. But after a while, our body gets used to a new pattern, a new method. So you just want to stick with it. It takes two to four weeks to kind of rechange a habit, to kind of reset that. But I'm telling you, you'll see it in the way of your weight, but you'll also see in the way that your system and your body needs time to take out the trash of the day to reset, restore. And your body will, you'll see this increase of energy because it has time to restore. So I would definitely look at that component. And then your other one that I talked about is the snack component that you're really honing on that, that you're not snacking on things that are calorie dense, that are more processed than plant, that are further away from the holist form, right? Those things right there, those two things right there will really help you with starting to understand the fuel, starting to understand the energy. And then getting those those smoothie bowls in, the power bowls, the power style, those three huge, com- those components that are mostly called breakfast, lunch, and dinner, if you want to call them that, those, and then interchange them however you want to, that alone, as you start retraining your brain, fueling your brain with the thought that like, I want to see food as a way that's going to help me have this lasting change, lasting energy. And then taking the actions and really following this formula, really following this, um, what I call like a blueprint for food, then you will see change and you have to keep doing that. The part about life is it's constant, right? It's consistent. You have to consistently do this. You don't get to just change it. But as we do it over and over again, we actually get into momentum and that momentum helps to stay with it. So as we create a habit, we start solidifying it then the momentum will help us keep doing it. And that's what I want to help you do. I want us to have that lasting change that comes from food. That, that, that's my idea. That's what's really intended for food. Then we get to live this elevated life, right? Then we get to have food that tastes good, have food that looks good with all the color. We get to have all of that still, but we just don't have any of the net negative. And then as we, as we create this new habit, we get to move forward. We get to see all the things that life offers when we have this extra energy, right? When we are, are not feeling so drudgery or so dreaded or so like lethargic, or we just feel kind of gross after we, we don't have that anymore. And then all of that changes the way we see our relationship with food changes, the way we see our relationship with our physical body. And it's just a gift that I want to offer you. So if you want to know more information about this, I mean, you can always come inside the team. You can reach out to me, but just, I want you to have a taste of what this is like. I want you to just see the formula, try it out. Notice, notice if this helps with your relationship, if this helps you see food in a way that it can be to fuel your body, energize your body, and then work towards this. Um, this blueprint, right? Start only adding one thing at a time or only working on your snacks or the eating windows. Just try one component and see how it changes your life. I can't wait for you to try this out and I'll be back next week. Bye. How would you like to be a part of a team that elevates your life? That is what we do inside Team Elevate. And I would love for you to come be a part of it. Some of the things that we do inside the team is we create meal plans that work for your life. 
I also help you create exercise plans. And if you have signed up for a race, we design a plan that will get you across the finish line. The other thing we do in there is weekly group coaching. We have an option for one-on-one coaching. We do live retreats. We do ski trips. We get together and celebrate the bodies that we have and the things that we can do in our lives. And inside there, when we begin to work on our food and our exercise and we strengthen our body and our mind, we see how it elevates the relationship we have with us. And in turn, it elevates all the other relationships in our lives. So if you are interested in being a part of this team, we would love to have you. You can get onto my website at camibanks.com. That's Cami with a K. Or if you just want to jumpstart your weight loss right now, you can jump onto my Instagram at camibankscoaching and grab my free meal plan. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to follow it so you never miss an episode. And I would love for you to rate and review it so others can find this and it can enhance their lives. And most of all, thanks for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.